You're listening to the Citrus Church Podcast. Now, here's the message. Hi, my name is Jared Cunningham, worship leader for Citrus Church. So I felt this episode would be appropriate because the big day is slowly approaching. Christmas is on the way. Some of us are ready. Some of us aren't quite so ready, like myself. I haven't done any Christmas shopping. Others of us, we might be ready for the season to just be over. Living in Florida, according to the Hallmark Channel, it's supposed to be like snowing outside and Christmas music blaring. It's supposed to be happy and everything. I don't see it, but according to Hallmark, we're missing that here in Florida. But I felt in order to kind of talk about this and talk about Christmas spirit, I needed to back up and kind of talk about where this is all coming from in my life. So quick backstory. For me, I used to love Christmas time, especially, you know, Christmas music, worship leader, music, ha ha ha. But music, presents, but mainly being out of school. Let's face it, that was everyone's favorite part. And one of the big parts of the holidays was my neighbor, Tex. I feel he was the coolest neighbor ever. You feel you might have the coolest neighbor ever. Or you feel maybe growing up you have the coolest neighbors ever. You didn't. I had the coolest neighbor. I won't go into why he's the coolest, but Tex was the coolest. But at Christmas time, he'd always come to my parents and he'd ask, you know, hey, what are you planning to get the boys? Did you do right by the boys this Christmas? And, he'd, you know, he'd have this big concern over us when he had his family next door. But he'd always, you know, try to look out and make sure we were taken care of, which I'll put it this way. My brother and I were spoiled. We didn't reach spoiled rotten, but we were spoiled. So what more my parents could have done, I don't know. I mean, there's a Christmas picture with my brother and I. I'm sitting in a Jeep in the living room, my first little uh, battery-operated Jeep at, like, four years old, and my brother's sitting up on a dirt bike in the living room. What more my parents could have done, I don't know. But he'd always try to check in and make sure, you know, my parents did right by us. And he'd always give them extra money because, like I said, we were spoiled. What more they could have done, I don't know. But in addition to that, on Christmas Day around noon, my granddad would always come over. And when he came over, he'd always ask, you know, hey, did Santa treat you right this year? Did you like everything? And here's some Christmas money. So, again, what more my parents could have done, don't know. But granddad always asked that. Even when I got into my teenage and kind of early adult years, you know, hey, was Santa good to you? Well, you know, you're older now. You probably don't believe in Santa Claus anymore. And I'd always say, yeah, granddad, Santa, Santa was good to me this year. That was another part of the holidays. And then later on on Christmas Day, we always have our family get together. And this is how I believe Christmas gift exchanges should go. With us, it's a good gift exchange if you end up trying to fight and hide gifts. If you're not trying to, you know, fight over gifts and you're not trying to, you know, hide them, it's not a good gift exchange. Or you just didn't get good gifts. That's how our gift exchanges go. So if yours is nothing like that, you know, you might need to rethink some things. But We'd always have fun at the family get-togethers, and after that, we'd always make sure my grandma and my grandpa, you know, they'd loaded everything home, make sure they got everything in and helped them unpack stuff at their house. And my grandma would always have more Christmas gifts from my brother and my cousins and I. That was Christmas for us. We'd always have sex, make sure you do right by them boys. What more my parents could have done, don't know. We'd always have granddad, was Santa Claus good to you this year? You know, here's a little something extra. Then we'd have the family get together. You get an extra gift. And in addition to that, my aunt, who's my godmother, she'd always get us, you know, gifts as her godchildren. So that's something extra. And then my grandmother, she'd always have extra gifts for us. And unfortunately, they're no longer with us. And at that point, the holidays started feeling a little different. Christmas didn't feel quite right. You know, there were some people missing. And 
you know, the first year Christmas came around without all of them. It was a little weird. It didn't feel quite like Christmas. It felt more like another day. And then fast forward a year later, I still wasn't feeling quite Christmassy. Plus, at that point in time, I was graduating college. So that was the only thing on my mind. And, you know, you're supposed to have everything else planned after that. I didn't. Moving into the next year, I decided I'm going to try hard this year. I'm going to try to get in the Christmas spirit. I'm going to drown everything in Christmas music. I'm going to try to be happy. I'm going to make sure the decorations are up. I'm going to make sure the train's around the tree. Because if you have a tree and there's no train around it, you have an incomplete Christmas tree. Just making sure you know. But I'm going to make sure all the decorations are out. I tried that. Turns out it does not work. Still didn't feel quite Christmassy. Things still didn't feel quite right. So we fast forward into this year. And granted, it only took about three or four years, but it finally clicked this year. If you go out looking for the Christmas spirit and trying to make yourself happy, it doesn't work. You don't find Christmas spirit. Like I said, it took three years, but finally I got that. What I found is that my neighbor Tex, my granddad, my parents, my grandparents, they were all trying to teach me this and I never paid attention to it because you kind of get obsessed with getting the gifts and having things done for you. You kind of forget the other side of it. What I found is that Christmas spirit actually comes from doing for others. I know you already knew this, and I know it sounds corny, but it's true. A friend of mine put it a whole lot better than I can, and he said, you know, it's the gift, you know, Jared, it's the giving season. It's not the receiving season. It's called the giving season. And this season, it's become a bit, you know, commercialized to the point where it's easy to lose sight of what Christmas is really about. It's the time to celebrate our coming king that God came to the earth. It's the time to celebrate together when he came to the earth. And it's also that time to do for others. God came to give us a gift. And in addition, we're supposed to be giving to others. It's the giving season. And I thought, wow, that makes sense. It, why weren't you around like three years earlier to tell me that? We could have, you know, saved some time. If you've been following along, this past Sunday, Brian preached about making room for joy. If you haven't had a chance, I definitely recommend going back and listen to the Make Room series. To kind of paraphrase Brian a bit. What I kind of have come to put together is that joy and that feeling of Christmas spirit, they build when we become less preoccupied with ourselves and we become more aware of others. Like I said, I tried to make myself happy. Didn't work. But this year I decided I can't just sit around and mope. I have my niece and nephew. They have to have a good Christmas and they're not going to have a good Christmas if Uncle Jay is mopey. In addition to that, leading Christmas worship. No one's going to have a good Christmas service if you know, the worship leader's mopey. So got to do a little bit better. And like I said, that's where it clicked. Oh, it's not about, I wish it was about me, but it's not about me. It's about doing for others. That's the lesson everyone was trying to teach me. But you kind of get wrapped up in that season of it's supposed to be about me, not that it's the season of where it's about others. So that's the lesson I learned. Hopefully you're able to get something out of that. From us here at Citrus Church, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Be safe over the holidays, and we look forward to seeing you on Sundays. Have a Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. Make sure to visit our website, citruschurch.org. If you found refreshments in this message, share it with a friend. And hey, God loves you.